You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Don't rush things. Don't get ahead of God. Be patient. Trust God. God's way is always best. Jesus took no shortcuts in his birth, in his life, in his trials. Do you remember the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness? Do you remember how many days he was tempted and tested and tried in the wilderness? How many? Forty days and forty nights with no food. Don't try that. Unless you've talked to your doctor and you've worked up to it and you've really prepared for it. I know a few people, I've met a few people in my life that fasted for 40 days. Can I tell you, most of them thought they were going to die and almost did. Jesus didn't take any shortcuts. Even when Satan tempted him and said, hey, why don't you command these stones to be made into bread if you're the son of God? But Jesus took no shortcuts, even through trials. Now, here's what happens for us. When we go through trials, we're tempted to bail on God, aren't we? We're tempted to do things our own way. We're tempted to say, well, God, you haven't shown up, and I've been going through this trial for these, this many days or this many weeks or months, and so I guess you're not going to do anything. Hey, don't give up on God. No shortcuts. Just keep trusting. Jesus, through trials, no shortcuts. Through ministry, no shortcuts. Jesus, in his ministry, took time for people. You think about all of the miracles that Jesus could have done. But in some cases, he didn't do any miracles. He just took time for people. He just took time to answer questions. Jesus looked for people who were down and out. Isn't that amazing? Jesus didn't go to the kings and the governors and the leaders. Jesus went to the people that were sick the people that were blind, the people that were lepers, the people that had great needs, and Jesus took time for people and helped people where they were. I want to remind us this evening in ministry, let's look for people with needs, and let's start there. You say, what happens when we run out of people that that have needs? Well, you won't. There's always going to be people that have needs. And let's not take shortcuts. Let's, in ministry, let's take time for people. Let's love people. Let's reach people. Let's teach people. Let's encourage people uh, while we can. Jesus, in his suffering, in his death, we saw this already, there were no shortcuts. He could have taken that wine mingled with myrrh. He could have doled the pain. But Jesus endured the cross. He even said on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Now, you might be able to endure some pain. I might be able to endure some pain. But I tell you what, I'd say, wipe them all out. Get them all. Isn't that human nature? We like to retaliate. Uh, we, like, we like revenge. We like payback. <laughs> That's okay. You got me. Watch this. I'm going to get you back. Aren't you glad Jesus isn't like that? I wish that we'd be more like Jesus. I wish we'd be more forgiving and less retaliatory. But Jesus, in his death and suffering, no shortcuts, in his resurrection, now think about this, in his resurrection, they thought he was dead. They thought they had killed him. 
They put him in the tomb. They sealed the tomb. They put a guard at the tomb. And don't you know at any time Jesus could have come busting out of that tomb. And you know, if it had been you or me, we would have. We said, we're not waiting anymore. We're going to show everybody we're alive. We're here. But not Jesus. So why did he wait? Because it was God's plan. So that the prophecy could be fulfilled that as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so the Son of Man would be in the heart of the earth. It was God's plan. In his resurrection, in his glory, all of those things, there were no shortcuts. Jesus fulfilled the will of God. And in Jesus' return, and by the way, he is coming back. That trumpet is going to sound. That angel is going to shout and there will be the, the, the return of the Lord. There will be the rapture of the church. It will be happening. Could be tonight. But you know, Jesus isn't coming back too soon. He's going to come back when the time is right. You say, well, what's Jesus waiting on? Well, maybe he's waiting for somebody to get saved. Maybe he's waiting for somebody to get right with God. I don't know what he's waiting for, but I know this, he'll come back at the right time. So, well, Pastor, how does this apply to us? Let me give you a few thoughts and we'll be done. I want to remind you tonight as we're talking about shortcuts that unfortunately we live in a society that takes a lot of shortcuts sometimes to our own detriment. You think about sports. Some, some sports uh, performers, some athletes, they decide rather than putting in the work, I'll take some steroids or I'll take some PEDs or I'll take something that will help me so that I don't have to work as hard. You say, yeah, I can't believe those people do that. Well, sometimes in the Christian life, we take shortcuts, don't we? We want to be spiritual. We want to do something for God, but we don't take time to read the Bible like we should. We don't take time to pray like we should. We don't take time for our marriage or take time for our family or we don't take time to, to serve like we should. Uh, many Christians during COVID, and by the way, people with health issues and all that stuff, I, you know from the very beginning, I said, you do what you need to do. But I think some people during COVID, I think they looked at that as this is a shortcut. I don't have to go to church anymore. I can stay home. I can watch it online. And by the way, if you're watching online tonight, God bless you. I'm glad you're watching online. And if that's the only place you can watch, praise God for it. But that's not a substitute for being in church. That's not a substitute for being in the house of God and assembling together with God's people. I think sometimes we take shortcuts when it comes to ministry. Sometimes we take shortcuts when it comes to work. Um, you figure out how to work the system, how to, how to punch the clock, but not put in the time. You figure out how to, uh, uh, how to, to, to be at work and not work. Have, do you, don't point. Please don't point if you work with anybody like that here. But have you ever noticed some people, if they would spend as much time and effort working as they did trying to get out of work, they would be very successful. That's like scammers. I don't know how some of these scammers, I don't know how they got so smart. I mean, they are really good at it. And you say, if you would put your focus in something legal, boy, that, you could be a multimillionaire by now if you would just do it the right way. I think about our students going back to school and the elementary and the middle school and high school and college. Can I tell you, don't take shortcuts. 
do what you're supposed to do. Uh, study, give it your best, serve God, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. So here it is. Let me remind you, number one, there's no shortcuts to heaven. If you're here tonight or you're listening tonight and you've never been saved, you're not going to get to heaven by way of a shortcut. There's only one way, and that is by the way of the cross. Only Jesus can get you to heaven. There's no other way. There's no shortcuts to living the Christian life. You know what the Apostle Paul said about living the Christian life? He said, I die daily. You got every day, you got to crucify your flesh. Every day, you've got to yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Every day, you got to get up, read the Bible. Every day, you got to get up and pray. Every day, you got to walk with God. Every day, you got to confess your sins. You say, but I read a book once and it gave me all these hacks, you know, these life hacks. Well, praise the Lord for that. If that works for you, as long as it is in accordance with the Bible, go for it. But there's no shortcuts to living the Christian life. There's no shortcuts to having the power of God. A person to have the power of God must be yielded to the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, this kind cometh not but by prayer and fasting. The Holy Spirit's power and the word of God must be a part of the Christian life. There are no shortcuts to victory. Victory comes not from us, but victory comes from the Lord. I think about the battle of Jericho. It would have been easy for Joshua to say to God, say, God, we've already done this. We've already marched around the city four times, four days. We've already marched around the city. Can't we quit now? Oh, no, no. It wasn't enough until they did exactly what God said. They marched around the city one time every day for six days. On the seventh day, they marched around seven times. And then and only then those walls came down. No shortcuts to victory. You got to do it God's way. I find in the Bible and I find in ministry, there are no shortcuts to soul winning. You know what's amazing? For somebody to get saved, it boils down to this. You got to tell them. You got to pray that God will help you to tell them. You got to pray for the Holy Spirit's power and discernment. You got to share the Bible. You got to share the gospel. You got to go and you got to tell somebody about Jesus. Now, occasionally, somebody will wander in and say, what must I do to be saved? But you know what usually happened? Somebody had already been witnessing. Somebody had already been praying. Somebody already had been doing the work and somebody had already been uh, investing the labor and then God gave the increase. I'll say this lastly, there are no shortcuts at the judgment seat of Christ because Jesus will say, well done, meaning that we have completed our assignment. Now, a teacher in school May give you a good grade. We were talking about this. Uh, Joanne, I don't know if you were at the table. We were I think you were at the table. We were talking about this with uh, our college days. But Brother Dan, I know you were there. Uh, uh, I, think, I think you were there that, that night. Maybe it was the night before. But we were talking about a teacher that we had in college. And, no, it was, brother, it was Brother Webster. It wasn't you, Brother Dan. I'm sorry. I started to blame you for this one. It was Brother Webster that uh, got a grade on a paper. And he said, you know, I felt like I did the work. And so he said, so the next time. He said, I took a chunk of that paper and I wrote about absolutely nothing. He said, I wanted to see if that teacher was reading the papers. And he said, I got a grade back on that paper and it said, great job, excellent, whatever. And, and brother, brother Webster, now, I'm glad they're not coming back for a year so you won't think less of him, right? Okay, you know, they've already been here and they, they sang and they served and all that stuff. 
But uh, he said, I did that. And he said, and I proved to myself anyway that that teacher didn't really read the paper. Well, I got news for you at the judgment seat of Christ. There will be no fooling God. God's not going to get to that judgment seat and God's not going to say, uh, let's see here, uh, Curry Roberts. Oh, I don't remember much about him. Uh, yeah, good job, Curry. Are you kidding me? God knows the thoughts and the intents, and the motives. He knows every word you have ever spoken. He knows every word you wanted to speak. Now that's scary right there. And when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, there will be no shortcuts. You say, well, pastor, what are we supposed to do? Well, I got, I, got, I got one good idea tonight. How about this? How about we just get back to this book? And rather than take shortcuts, how about if we do it God's way? You say, well, I'm afraid maybe I'm taking some shortcuts. I'm not sure what to do. Well, I'll tell you what I always did in sports. When the coach said, I want you to shoot 100 free throws before you leave. And sometimes you'd lose track a little bit. And you know what I always wanted to do for me, for me personally? I always wanted to make sure I did extra. So if the coach said shoot 100 free throws, I'll say, well, I'm going to shoot some extra just to make sure I don't take a shortcut. You say, Pastor, are you suggesting that in the Christian life, we should do extra for God? You're not suggesting we should read extra Bible. Well, I'll tell you this. I've never met a Christian that really got hurt and really got messed up and really got traumatized because they read a little extra Bible. I've not met that person. You say, do you think we ought to pray a little extra? Is that what you're saying? You're starting to get it now. I don't think we ought to do the minimum. I think we ought to do as much as we can do for the glory of God. And let's not take shortcuts in the Christian life. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.